Hi, and welcome to BJGP Interviews. My name is Nada Khan, and I'm one of the associate editors of the BJGP. Thanks for taking the time today to listen to this podcast. In this episode, we talk to Charlie Coombs, who is a medical student and a school for primary care research intern working at University College London. We're here today to talk about the paper that he and his team have written here in the BJGP titled Opportunities, Challenges and Implications of Primary Care Microteams for Patients and Healthcare Professionals, an International Systematic Review. So thanks, Charlie, for joining me here today. The title of this review is pretty catchy and looks at the concept of microteams in general practice. Can you just talk us through what this means and what you aim to do in this project? So the project was sort of devised initially with my supervisor, uh, Sophie Park, um, as part of a, a BSc in primary care research and uh, clinical sciences at UCL. And so sort of part of my interest in, in pursuing a general practice orientated BSc um, stemmed from the opportunity that as, as a GP, you're, I guess, a specialist in generalism, but you also have that opportunity to build strong relationships with patients. And I guess a, a key part of building those relationships comes from um, that continuity of care. So in the sort of early stages of, of the research, I went away and did a bit more reading um, about that and found that sort of whilst the benefits of continuity are, are well established in reducing both morbidity and mortality, uh, unfortunately, it seems to be on the decline. I, I think a couple of reasons were proposed for that. Practices are becoming larger. Um, and in that sort of larger workforce, there's, you don't get the same opportunity to build those relationships with a single GP, um, with, a, with a set group of patients that we might have had traditionally. Um, and also, GPs have more flexible working hours now um, to accommodate a more sort of diverse career portfolio. But whatever, whatever the reason, it seems that there seems to be a decline in, in the continuity the patients um, receive. And to address that, microteams have sort of been posed as a way to, um, at least in the literature, uh, to address some of these challenges um, with practice uh, expansion, uh, including continuity of care. Well, at least in the BJGP, we've published a lot of research around continuity and its benefits. And I know yeah. with the addition of many different multidisciplinary roles in the primary care team, for instance, nurse practitioners or pharmacists, there has been some concern about how their introduction might impact on continuity. Um, and some people talk about continuity within episodes of care being important, but others make the argument that it's actually all those episodes of care that make up the big picture. So what I suppose we'll come on a bit more about the definitions of a microteam. Um, and what you did in this project was a standard systematic review to look at how microteams are described. Um, so I wonder if you could just talk through a, a bit about your findings. And the first question you answer here is just that. So how are microteams described and what did that mean in the literature? I guess the, the sort of review aim um, overall was to examine how microteams are described. And then the opportunities which primary care microteams can provide for both practice staff and patients in general. Um, and then any uh, limitations to their sort of introduction and implementation. And you're right. So the first question was, was to just see how the literature, how in the literature microteams have been described. And in answer to that, it, it was sort of it's, it's a term which has rec relatively recently been introduced into the UK to encourage the organization of these sort of mini multidisciplinary teams 
um, that may serve a particular patient group within the practice. So that within the wider multidisciplinary team of the overall practice, you have these smaller teams embedded within that. And that sort of means that in conjunction with a, with a named GP, patients might have the opportunity to develop a long-term relationship with several members of that multidisciplinary team. Microteams can begin to include more emerging roles. Um, so things like physicians, associates, occupational therapists, I mean, physios, I mean, even, even dietitians and health coaches, which uh, health coaches, sorry, which are being more embedded into wider practice teams. Um, so the sort of novelty that only really being introduced in the last few years has, has meant that there's real flexibility in which roles can be incorporated into the team. Some microteams were described as just being sort of a dyad relationship between an individual GP, the equivalent of a GP in the States and a health coach, whereas they can sort of balloon up to four or five or six members of the microteam. So there's there's complete flexibility there. And how are microteams implemented in the literature? In the paper, you describe a couple of different areas of the findings, including resources, the cultures of change and communication and understanding. Could, could you just talk us through those? So the, the review had a sort of a wide breadth of, of what we sort of included to be a micro team. Interesting enough, a, a large number of papers were actually international. Um, so a lot in from the States um, and only really two or three and in, in which sort of focus on the UK setting. In, how, in terms of how they've been implemented, they've been sort of experimented with um, on quite a local level um, with practices which have quite a large patient cohort. And then microteams sort of been used to care for individual cohorts. But there's also ideas about whether microteams can be used to care for specific patient groups. So whether that might be certain patients are put into care for microteam with um, certain chronic conditions, perhaps needing ongoing support. So you could have perhaps a specialist microteam or perhaps microteams with um, families from certain um, ethnicities or, or microteams which uh, families who speak a certain language where a team can help support each other with providing that care. Um, so that, again, there's, there's sort of real flexibility in terms of how the teams are structured, managed and, and the patient group which they care for. And as you've pointed out, there were very few papers from the UK. I think there were only two describing microteams, which is quite surprising. But I suppose the multidisciplinary team has only just started to really explode here in primary care in the UK. What what kind of research do you think is needed here in the UK to look at microteams? What what's the gap? Do you think? I think well, so so firstly on the point of I think I think so eighteen out of the twenty four papers were were from a US healthcare system, but the most common within that uh, was the Veterans Health Administration, and they provide care for um, the US military veterans and their families. Um, and that that is perhaps a healthcare system which is more akin to the NHS, where care is provided for veterans sort of free at the point of use, rather than the sort of wider American insurance-based healthcare delivery. So in that regards, even though a lot of the papers were international, they potentially have more appropriate applicability um, to a UK uh, system. But they, they did use slightly different terms, such as clerks, receptionists, and other roles. But in terms of your question about so, so what needs to be done really generally as well as not just um, not just the UK, uh, I guess as, as practices, it, there seems to be a trend that practices are expanding. And I guess as that happens, there'll be more scope for microteams to be implemented within a practice. In terms of wider research that, that needs to be done, a lot, of the, a lot of the papers focused a bit more on the, um, on the healthcare 
implementation side, not really patient experiences and outcomes. Um, so having some more research in terms of how patients how patients managed, how, how they found care delivered by microteams. And we touched upon this at the beginning of our chat, but were there any impacts in the literature of microteams on continuity, either positive or negative, that you found from this review? So part, part of the, the question which is still, still needs to be addressed is whether continuity can sort of be offered between an individual or whether continuity can still be offered by a team and then whether it matters within that within that micro team who offers that continuity so does that continuity have to be um delivered by a single gp or can that be one of the other supporting members of the team like a nurse or a, a pharmacist and then if a patient feels that they're being careful by a team do they still have that sense of continuity so that's something yeah which unfortunately wasn't we weren't able to address just because the, the literature at the moment seems to be focusing more on how to implement micro teams um i'm sort of still waiting for results to come back on on those sort of tangible outcomes. Yeah, it would be interesting to know that if in the future, if the concept of microteams take off, whether patients might have a named GP, but also a named nurse and a named pharmacist in a practice is part of, part of that. Yeah. Any other key findings you want to highlight from the review looking at microteams and how they've been implemented? Yeah, so, so in, terms of the, um, in terms of the implementation, one real key factor was, I think, perhaps person into any team is, is really having effective um, team communication and and that really matters um part of the way microteams address this was having what are called huddles which i think are, are used in other aspects of healthcare but perhaps less in general practice just because often people might be might be seeing patients in isolation um, and huddles are sort of these structured sort of brief around 15 minutes um routine so you tend to have them multiple times a day and really, you want to have them face to face if at all possible, um, and that that sort of team's full membership, so you can sort of um, plan ahead and discuss patients that you've seen before. So that that was a that was a real key finding that and how important communication within the team matters, um, but also the sense of sort of a sustainable team culture, being still able to maintain that um, to sort of develop an interoperability and, and cohesion within the team itself to keep that stable, even if people are even if people are uh, working more flat and not necessarily at the same time. I wonder if you could just think about what the take-home messages from this review might be for those working in primary care and for those trying to organise how teams work in primary care to maximise continuity or patient care. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I, I think I, I completely agree that the, the study is not just applicable to GPs, but also the wider stakeholders. Um within general practice, so practice manager, but also patients um, as sort of a, a new way of considering how we can structure general practices going forward. I, th I think the review sort of helps contribute to current debates around organisation and sort of structural change and how this can potentially impact um, patient experiences. So that there is a promising potential that, that, um, that microteams, microteam implementation can improve this. But I guess going forward, there's a few key unknowns which which would need addressing, like the patient perspectives themselves, but also one thing which I haven't really touched on is the sort of financial and resource considerations which need to be taken. Obviously, microteams can be quite a resource heavy, something to implement. Um, so again, more research perhaps needs to be on the sort of financial and economic implications of, of how sustainable the model really is. And I think as 
practices are trying to conceptualize new ways of working to maximize continuity, micro teams might be one way forward. So as you've mentioned, lots of questions going forward, but perhaps lots of potential for research in this area, which is great for this review to have flagged up. So yeah, wonderful. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think that's been a really great chat about the paper. Um, we've covered a lot of really topical issues around continuity and additional roles and multidisciplinary teams in practice. So yeah, I just wanted to say thank you very much for taking the time. Thank you very much. Nice, nice chat. And thank you all for your time today and for listening to this BJGP podcast. The original research article can be found on bjgp.org and the show notes and podcast audio can be found at bjgplife.com. I think that the concept of microteams is potentially gaining some momentum in a climate of practices trying to maximise continuity, so it's been really interesting to catch up about the findings. Great to speak. Thanks again for listening and bye. Bye.